I got sick of eating bad pizza. I've eaten a lot of pizza. I've eaten a lot of bad pizza. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see a pizza place in the city that I haven't tried and see a pie that's, that looks like it's been sitting out for six hours. I just turn around and walk out because I didn't really have that luxury in the past eight years. Good morning. This is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm Andrea Pineda-Salgado. Over the past eight years, Liam Quigley has eaten over 460 slices of pizza across the five boroughs, logging each one on his Instagram account, NYC Slice. Finally, last week, he shared his findings, a map showing the location of each pizza place and a graph showing the increase in the average price of a slice over time. Quigley assumed a handful of his friends would retweet the results, but he was wrong. It went viral. And even though he's sick of talking about pizza, Quigley shared a few key insights with our team. Today, Epicenter editorial manager Daniel Himes talks to Quigley about what he's learned along the way and if we've really seen the death of the $1 slice. So I was born in Manhattan, but I live in Brooklyn. I'm a freelance reporter, and through the course of my work, I end up in a lot of different places in New York City. And in doing that, I started... Um, going to all the different pizza places I saw and adding them to a map. Okay, so remind me when this started. The first time I like posted a photo on my personal Instagram of a pizza slice with the price attached was in early 2013. And I actually did it on my personal Instagram account for up until 2014. And then in 2014, I started collecting all these slices in one place on the NYC Slice Instagram account. Okay, and what, what was the ultimate goal of that? Because you're documenting it, but you're not really, you're not leaving any comments about the pizza itself, right? No, unless somebody asked me specifically what I thought about a slice, or if I thought the slice was really great or really bad, which, you know, those are rare exceptions. I was just interested in putting the price. So the goal was to have a gesture at a comprehensive index of if I'm in a neighborhood I was in a couple years ago, I could look at the map and see what the slice looked like, how much it was. And usually I can look at this picture and remember if the slice was good or not. But at first I really was just having fun trying new pizza. How does your um, pizza locations, how do they break down borough by borough? I I didn't go out saying like, I'm going to go get a few slices in Staten Island today or Queens or Brooklyn. It really was, I had a, a reporting assignment in Queens and I end up in Forest Hills and I grab a slice here or... I'm on a long bike ride and I went to see a friend, you know, or I went to a party in the Bronx and I'm coming home at 1130 and I'm like, oh, that's a pizza place I haven't been to before. Let me go there and add it to the map. Or, you know, I'm going to Staten Island to see my grandma before she died because she died last year. But, you know, that I would, mm. I would go, I haven't been to Staten Island specifically since then for slices. It was all organic moments where I, I ended up in new pizza places. Okay, and how does it skew? Have you been to pizza places in Brooklyn the most? Oh, yeah. So to clarify, yeah, Brooklyn and Manhattan have a lot. I've been to a lot of pizza places in those boroughs. That's because mm-hmm. my friends and family mostly live, live in Brooklyn and Manhattan. But I did cover a fair bit of ground in other boroughs. I, I, I think it's a shortcoming. It's probably the biggest shortcoming of the of the project is I didn't go to enough places on Staten Island or Queens uh, or as many as I wanted, but I still think that it's pretty comprehensive in terms of, of an analysis of the price of a slice. 
And did you notice any borough by borough trends? Queens has really good pizza at fair prices. Manhattan has a huge variety of quality and a huge variety of prices. Uh, Manhattan has more dollars, store slice, dollar slices. Staten Island has really good pizza, probably like overall better quality on average. The Bronx has a lot of pizza at good prices. Okay. Queens overall, I think, had the best. Your, your chances of walking into a, a pizza shop in Queens and getting an average or better than average slice, so your chances are higher in Queens, I'd say. Your top ranked pizza was margarita pizza? I, I put together a list of just good, really good slices. Margarita really just kind of jumped, popped into my head first. But I'd say any any of those slices on the, that list are very good slices. And um, for Liam Quigley, what makes a good slice? You got to have enough sauce and enough cheese. Usually places seem to lack, like, lack sauce, if anything. And it's got to be fresh. It can't have been sitting there for like, you know, since last night or seven hours. What are your thoughts on dollar slices? Because to be honest, I think Two Brothers is one of my favorite pizzas. Though, are they still a dollar? There's still plenty of dollar slices. I don't know if all Two Bros locations are still at a dollar or not. But look, my my relationship with dollar slices goes back. Like a lot of New Yorkers, I think, remember when they came on the scene, they were really, they were good. They were quite good. And I remember going to get dollar slices many days in a row because they were really fresh and they were a dollar. And when you didn't have a lot of money or you wanted something fast, I mean, the, the, you remember two bros when it opened on sixth Avenue and 26, I think was one of their first locations, the volume, like they, they were turning over so many pies. There was constantly pie. I mean, the pies were flying out of the oven and they were fresh and they were good. That I don't, th- I don't think is really the case as much anymore. You know, you look at the Lower East Side, 99 cent, you know, places, the drunk slices, the dollar slices with no sauce. They're literally trying to save every penny they can on those slices and just do a lot of volume. Those slices kind of suck. And I think that's kind of what got exported to the outer boroughs if you can still find dollar slices. I'm sure you can still find dollar slices. Mm-hmm. But then you have the dollar fifty slices. It's like, is a dollar fifty a dollar slice? I don't think so. I think it's a dollar fifty slice. So it kind of blew up the whole pizza landscape. And I'm sure you know there's there's been a lot written about how the dollar slice changed the pizza landscape in New York City. Okay, but it sounds like in your opinion the golden day of the dollar slice is finished. Yeah, I'd say I think that's fair to say. But don't get you know, don't you can still I'm sure you can still find a pretty good one. I'm just I, I'm not I'm not as appetized by the idea as I was eight or nine years ago. Can I ask you what you think is the most overrated slice in New York? If you're charging $4 for a plain slice or four twenty-five, it should be a pretty damn good slice. I think Joe's Pizza has the right to, to do that. I mean, I'm sure people will disagree with me. Bleecker Street Pizza, their prices reflect the demand and the quality. The demand for their slices because they, they're super popular, but I think they are very good. Um, but then you've got random spots. I, I can't think of the name, but I know I went to one downtown that I walked in. It's a regular ass slice. It's a plain slice. And they charged me $3.81. And it's just like people charge what they can get away with, I guess. So we're not going to name names. There was like a place called Doughboy's Pizza on 3rd Avenue and 33rd, where they, I think, closed at least a year or two ago. Uh-huh. But in 2015, they were charging five bucks for a pepperoni. And that's even over the average for now in 2023 or 2022. So I don't know what their what their justification was for that. 
And then, of course, you got you got spots in really touristy areas mm-hmm. that are charging quite a bit of money for a really average slice. And you specifically didn't want to rate the pizzas because you were avoiding controversy and bribes. People have a lot of opinions about pizza. Like, but do you want me to say that without cursing? Yeah, whatever. They can beep you out. <laughs> um, people have a lot of opinions about pizza. And I, I mean, I've seen some pizza opinions that I strongly disagree with. And uh, I don't want to get yelled at on the internet. So far, that's been successful. Look, I mean, if somebody asked me on the Instagram over the years, and they, you know, like, how was it? I would... I wouldn't hesitate to share my opinion, but there's a lot of opinions about pizza and there's plenty of Instagram accounts where you can read super comprehensive reviews of pizza slices. So I really just wanted to focus on longevity and covering a lot of ground and getting all those price, all that price data in there. How much on average did the prices go up over the course of the five years? When I started tracking them, the average price of a plain slice was hovering around $2.50. Like when I was a kid, I remember, I think it was just going from 175 to two bucks when I was a kid. But anyway, by the time I, f- I finished and started aggregating the data at the end of last year in 2022, that price had gone up from 250 to an even three bucks, which to me was kind of like, you know, okay, it, it happened. It's three bucks now. So don't get me wrong. There's plenty of 275 slices out there, just like the average you know, if you're including Manhattan spots, especially, is $3. And you wrote that the biggest thing you noticed beyond price change was the decline in the amount of sauce put on slices? Yeah, that was something I wasn't... I, I started noticing a few years ago, and I was like, huh, maybe, I, maybe I'm just eating at the wrong pizza places. But it's definitely, especially compared to the, the type of pizza I remember eating growing up, the average slice definitely feels lighter in the slot in the sauce department, and I don't know if that's to say of money or what it is. And yeah, on average, there's less less sauce, which is like one of the the main vehicles to deliver flavor. Is I think is the sauce. So did you ever get sick of eating pizza? I got sick of eating bad pizza. I've eaten a lot of pizza. I've eaten a lot of bad pizza. Uh, so I'm. I'm excited to see a pizza place in the city that I haven't tried and see a pie that's, that looks like it's been sitting out for six hours and just turn around and walk out because I didn't really have that luxury in the past eight years. I like that. Do you know at all how many of the places on your list have closed? I don't know a specific number, but I can say anecdotally as I was like looking through all the data that I have and just as I write, you know, I ride around the city, I can see a lot of places I remember have either turned over ownership or they closed, you know, eight months after I had a slice there in 2015 or the building burned down or the entire block has been replaced by uh, a skyscraper, which is in the the case in some of these places. So I I would guess 18 to 25 percent of the businesses that are part of this this data set are gone. That's a lot. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, I think New York, it's tough. It's tough to keep a business going. So yeah, it's a lot of turnover. And would you consider doing this with another type of food next? Oh man, I don't know what I would choose. I mean, pizza is a very New York State thing. Okay, I feel like I the know. obvious one would be a bagel, maybe. Bagels could be done. I mean, pizza is more photogenic than bagels. It, it visually, it's a it's a fun object to look at. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who did. She was doing whitefish, but I don't know if there's enough 
places to try. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather see someone else do a project and, and enjoy it because I'm lazy and I don't want to do any more work. How do you like all this media attention? Would you consider this viral? Uh, yeah. And I'm so f-ing tired of talking about pizza. <laughs> I love, I really like pizza, but I, I've not, I expected like, you know, 10 retweets, a couple of messages like, Oh, this is cool. Whatever. Or like, fuck you, this pizza project sucks. But it's been, I've spent the last two days doing interviews and talking about pizza and going through the data and just reading all the comments. So yeah, it went, it definitely went viral. Okay. Well, it's good to know. It doesn't sound like the fame went to your head yet. (laughs) I know. I'm just tired. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just so tired of pizza now. To check out Quigley's findings, visit lq.com slash nyc dash slash or follow him on Twitter at underscore LQ. You can find the links in our show notes. Also, make sure to read our full story published in yesterday's Epicenter newsletter. For more ways to get involved in your community, visit us at epicenter-nyc.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting us as we do our best to support our community. We couldn't do it without you. And if you're not already a member, sign up today by using the link in our show notes. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Karavika. You can find more of their music on their website, linked to, in our podcast description.